0: When I was growing up, I played football as quarterback and as wide receiver and I was often told that I was the best at it. I played basketball as a point guard and as a forward and I was often told that I was the best at it. I won countless games and many tournaments and I won numerous trophies. And in school for many years, I was the president of the student council and I was also voted most popular and most likely to succeed several years running. And by the time I made it to senior high, I was one of the best draftsmen and designers in my architectural drafting class. And I earned the right to attend prestigious Shaker Heights High School in Ohio, Shaker Heights, Ohio where I was also one of the best athletes. But it was only when I gave my life to Christ and committed myself to the church and to the ministry that God showed me what I was supposed to do with all these gifts, skills, talents, abilities, memory, knowledge, and resources, all the things that he has placed inside of me. It was only when I got to the church that he showed me what I was supposed to do with these things. See, I ran the race by playing sports, but I never finished. I never turned pro, and I ran the race as an architectural designer, but I never finished. I never became an architect. And even though I am highly skilled and highly trained at both, I ran both races, but I never finished. I never turned pro or professional in either one of those races. And it's only because God had other plans. He began using me and elevating me in the church and in the ministry, and quickly showed me that the gifts that He had poured into me were to be used to give Him glory, to help build up the church and the ministry. In the lives of most people, the activity in their daily lives resembles a race. In fact, their nine to five or their daily routine is often called the rat race and in this society there really are only two races to run. One is the rat race and the other is the righteous race. One is the rat race and the other is the righteous race. And see most people think you can do them both that you can spend your time and all your energy running the rat race where you are constantly on a wheel, and there is no way out uh, until you either die or retire, or retire and then die. But you are constantly on that wheel, with no other destination being than to than to retire and die. But over here in the righteous race, we know that we are on that wheel with heaven being our destination. See the see the wheel over here never moves you constantly go through the same routine over and over and over and over again year after year after year decade after decade and there is no prize except for maybe a watch at the end but the wheel over here is still spinning and it's moving from one place to the next and you grow from one place to the next and you mature from one place to the next and you know that over here at the end heaven is waiting when we get off the wheel. Have you ever run a race? Have you ever been in a race? In any race you run, in any race you run there is a set of rules and there is a pre-designed route. The rules and the route are both set by someone in authority the route is pre-established to let the runners know where to start and where to finish the rules are set and the route is established because it also protects the runners from things that could otherwise harm them and or disqualify them the route also helps the runners stay on track and it helps prevent them from getting off track and eventually being disqualified and the rules are given to each runner in a rule book and the rules are in place to show the runners how to stay on task and to show the runners what the consequences are if they get off track and break the rules there are consequences in place If and when you break the rules of the race. Greetings brothers and sisters, I'm Pastor Keith. And welcome to another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Today's episode is titled, Running the Race to Win. Today's episode is titled, Running the Race to Win. In a race, all the runners start at the same line. And if a runner doesn't get set and stay on their mark, there is a penalty. If a runner starts too early, there is a penalty. And if a runner is found to have taken any kind of drug or substance to enhance their performance, there is a penalty. And if a runner tries to harm another runner, there is a penalty. But once all the runners are on their mark, and they are set and ready, someone in authority says, Go! Runners have to follow the set of rules and the established route. The same is true for us as Christians. God is the one in authority, and He has given us a set of rules to run by a set of rules to live by, and a set route to follow. See, the rules are in place by God to keep us from running away or straying away from the rest of the pack. And the route we are given helps us learn the way to the finish line. And those rules are in place and that route is established so that no matter what or who or whatever comes along uh, along our path and tries to step in our way we start here but we can see the finish line is right there and we start here we know that there are other runners beside us and we see the finish line is right there and if we stay forward if we keep looking forward if we keep tunnel vision and continue to press toward the mark of the high calling we will finish the race. As Christians we have a starting line and when we are ready to press forward toward the mark of the high calling God is the one who says go. And just like runners Christians run the race to win a prize but our prize is a crown of righteousness Which is given to us by the righteous judge who tells us well done, thy good and faithful servant. And just like runners, Christians run the race toward the finish line. And just like runners, Christians have to clear hurdles along the way. And there are some hurdles that can make us trip and fall. Our hurdles can be drugs or alcohol, or it can be lying or lust, or it can be fornication or adultery. Hurdles that can be disobedience or lack of faith or lack of a prayer life. Hurdles. And if we don't get over those hurdles, we can become disqualified. And if we don't get over those hurdles, we will lose the race. Any of those hurdles can be sin that can so easily beset us and send us back to the starting line where we have to start the race all over and run it again until we get it right. The hurdles in our race, the righteous race, can be any number of things that can stop our forward progress and knock us right off track. Runners qualify to run the race. They have to meet the requirements to run. Again, there are a set of rules in place so that they can qualify and meet the requirements to run the race. And like runners, Christians have to qualify to run the race. Not everybody gets called to be a pastor. Not everybody gets chosen to to be a disciple or an apostle. Not everyone gets chosen to be a teacher or a preacher and not everyone is going to get the assignment or the election to be an evangelist. Not everyone qualifies to run the race. Many are called but few are chosen. The race is not given to the swift nor to the strong but to the one that will endure until the end. And sadly, sometimes not every runner will make it to the finish line. Before runners ever qualify to run in a race, there are many things that they must do to get ready and get prepared to run the race. Runners have to train and exercise and stretch and just like Christians have to train and exercise and stretch runners have to prepare and they have to practice and they have to be persistent and they have to pray and all these points combined help them to be precise Christians have to prepare and we have to practice and we have to Persistent, and we have to pray, and all these points help us to be more precise. Runners have to get in the right position, and Christians have to get in the right position. Runners represent a corporate sponsor and a race team, and Christians represent God, who is our sponsor, and the body of Christ, which is our team. Runners have to do a lot to keep their muscles warm so they don't get stiff before or during a race. Christians have to keep the spiritual muscle of our ministry warm so that the oil stays lit and it doesn't wax cold and get stiff during the race. There are two races, the rat race and the righteous race. And you can't run them both. You can't serve two masters. You either run the rat race or the righteous race. You cannot run them both. God's God's Word says you cannot serve two masters and His Word says that we are to be in the world but not of the world. Runners who train and make sacrifices by not eating fatty foods for long periods of time while they're training do not make it to the starting line expecting to lose the race they expect to win And Christians who make sacrifices by not eating food for long periods of time while we are fasting do not go through this process expecting to lose our place In heaven, we expect to get there. But expectations are not always reality, and reality has a way of throwing your expectations right out the window. Apostle Paul, in his first letter to the church in Corinth, chapter 9, verses 23 to 25, said, And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof, With you. And know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain that prize. Verse 25 says, And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate, humble in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we do it to obtain an incorruptible crown, a crown of righteousness. And see, there are different types of races in which runners participate. There are relay races in which one runner passes the baton to another runner. There are sprint type races where runners go full speed or dash full speed for a short period of time. There are long distance races in which runners spend hours on the same route in the same race and that race is called a marathon. There are multiple event, multiple event type races called the Iron Man where runners showcase the best of their abilities in multiple events. But the one thing that is a common thread or common denominator or common factor between all these different types of races is that everyone who starts expects to finish and most often everyone who participates expects to win. I have two questions for you today and the first question is which race are you running? Are you running the rat race or are you running the righteous race? And my second question to you today is are you running the race to go the distance? See when Jesus started his race he chose a number of people, number of disciples to be on his team but not every one of them stayed with him. Some of them thought the training was too hard and the teaching was too hard and the rules were too hard and they got disqualified? Are you in a relay race where you pass the baton onto someone else or are you going to carry it the entire distance? Are you in a sprint or a dash to where you run full speed for a short period of time and then the race is over? Are you in a marathon where you use up all of your energy all at once and then you have to wait and build up that energy all over again to run in the next event. Are you in the Ironman where you use the best of your abilities in multiple areas, never fully emerging into one area or the other? Regardless of which race you are running, are you running it to go the distance? See, in every race the finish line is the most important part of the race. It's not the starting line because all the runners start at the same place. It's not the length of the race because all the runners run at their own pace. The most important aspect of the race is the finish line because all the runners will finish at a different space. See, you may start the race next to the best or the fastest or the swiftest or the strongest but you may end up being the one who makes it to the finish line and they may not. You may qualify to run against the one who is most popular or most well-known or is voted in, but you may be the one who beats the odds and finishes the race and wins. In Apostle Paul's second letter to Timothy in chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 he says, I have fought a good fight I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Verse 8 says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing, all of them who are willing to finish the race. Brothers and sisters, What is your place in the race? Are you in it to win it? Are you spending all your time running in the rat race rather than the righteous race? What is your training method? Are you studying to show yourself approved? Are you putting your faith into action by leaving the four walls of worship on a Sunday and going during the week and doing real actual ministry work in the hospitals in the prisons in the nursing homes and in the shelters during the week before you go back the next Sunday to the four walls of worship all over again. What is your stretching routine? What is your stretching routine? Are you so busy that you don't have time to stretch from one area to another in the church and in the ministry because you already spread too thin? Are you being used just to be used or are you being effective in your efforts? Are you impactful in the lives of others in every race and in every place? Are you cross-training into different areas of the church and different areas in the ministry so that when you get on your mark and get set and ready, God can say go and you can go. Brothers and sisters, in every race there is always going to be someone running against you. And what that means is that although you all will run the race, someone is going to win and someone else is going to lose. Someone has to win, and others are going to lose. Some are going to make it to heaven, and some are not. Not everyone is qualified to run the race, but are you qualified to run? Many are called, but few are chosen. And the reason why is very simple, because we know that the race is not given to the swift or to the strong but to the one who will endure to the end. Not every runner that starts the race makes it to the finish line. There are hurdles that some cannot jump over and there are obstacles on the path that some will not get past. Not everyone who starts the race is going to make it to the finish line. But are you going to be the one who is willing and ready to run the distance? Are you going to be the one that no matter what happens along the way, or no matter what comes to try and knock you off the track, will you be the one to go the distance? Brothers and sisters, every race has an opponent You will have opposition, you will have opponents in every single race. The rat race, you have opponents in opposition. The righteous race, you certainly have opponents in opposition. But the one thing that God wants from you is that you go the distance. He wants you to go the distance. I'm Pastor Keith, and thanks for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Next week, God willing, I'll bring a message next week titled, Persecution Can Push You Into Your Purpose. Next week, God willing, I'll bring a message titled, Persecution Can Push You Into Your Purpose. Don't miss it. I'm Pastor Keith. Have a wonderful week filled with God's grace. And I look forward to seeing you again in this place. May God bless you may he keep you today and always in Jesus name